Hey, what's up? This is Sonny. And this is Malik. And we are giving you some tea with some hot butter biscuits, baby. So, first of all, we're going to talk about two things today. The first thing we're going to talk about is something people we, we feel can relate to. That is work-life balance. So, one of the things that um, me and Malik were discussing was like, how hard it is to stay motivated and stay focused and like keep on task when we are trying to like keep a routine going, especially a new routine. Like for instance, I am trying to um, work on my fitness goals. I'm trying to be cute and sexy. You know, I wanted a summer body. My summer body didn't happen. So I'm going to have a fall body, but that's okay. Cause you know, it'll be another summer later and I'm going to still be looking sexy. So I'm trying to work on my fitness goals and it's, you know, I've been doing really good lately, you know, especially, you know, with using different things, like trying to make sure, I, um, you know, I have partner motivation because Malik be telling me like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym because, you know, he always try to go to the gym and shit. <laughs> and so, you know, when he be like, yeah, I'm going to the gym, I'll be like, yeah, me too, bitch, because I don't want to be left behind. So, you know, but like having a partner to, to kind of keep you on task, um, you know, setting yourself a schedule, like staying freaking motivated because, oh, my God, you know, I cannot tell you, like, I come home from work and I am so exhausted i just want to lay down and just like go to fuck to sleep and the hardest thing it is like the first battle is not like me at the gym it's like me getting my ass to the gym so like a lot of times i just i just you know have to find that focus and and not lose determination and keep going and so i just want to you know to let people know this shit don't give up bitch like keep trying like fucking do you like don't like if if you fall off the wagon one day because you ate a motherfucking pizza and you ate some chicken and you just feel like really bad because all this greasy food is in your gut and you just you know sleep that night get the fuck up the next day and still run bitch do your best like keep going don't give up like you don't always have to see results to to win like it you know we always you know, we want to go to the gym and then we want to come out looking like motherfucking, you know, we want to look Hercules. You know what I'm saying? We want to look like Apollo. We want to be chiseled bodies, bitch. We want to have it together. But, you know, the reality is, is like sometimes you're doing maintenance. Sometimes you're just burning calories. Sometimes you're burning the shit that you ate the next the day before, but you still got to get out there and you got to do it. Because if you don't, you, you, you know, if you're not doing, then you're actually taking away. You're taking away from your own pot. You're taking away from feeling good. You're taking away from building your self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? So I just try to look at, you know, not only what I'm putting into it, but what I'm getting from it. You know what I'm saying? To keep me going. Because it's hard, y'all. Definitely. And I, I definitely get where you're coming from. And I'm really proud that you've been trying to touch bases with your multiple, like, working and certain things. So when you have things that are priority that you have to do in order to do the things you want to do, it's even twice as hard because it's like I have these bills but I also want to make sure I'm reaching my fitness goals my mental goals and all those things tie in so it is kind of great to have 
a partner who is willing and open because there is times where you do come home from work and I can't see you're tired, but that strive to be better and want to get to those goals. Because even today we were speaking about the gym and I was like, oh, I'll just go while you're at work because I'm thinking like, okay, you're going to be tired. You're not going to want to go. And you had to let me know like, no, this is my goal. If you want to go, we'll go. And that's one of those things where I'm not consistent in because when I have a job or certain things, I do let my fitness and my mental take the back seat because as Americans, we think as long as we have that income or that dollar, that that suffices everything. So it's like, okay, well, I got paid. I really don't care about my fitness or I don't care about that because I have a roof or I paid my phone bill. So I'm glad that you're realizing that those are all things that tie in together because it is hard. It is hard. And it's coming from a person who is 300 pounds trying to keep myself on track because I have a very bad addiction with food and things. So just seeing those things that you emulate help me to teach me to be like, you know what? No, it is consistency. It's not about starving yourself a month straight. You can hydrate yourself. You can nourish your body as long as you're taking forward those steps to take what you replace. So I'm glad that you taught me different things because growing up, I just thought, okay, well, in order to be healthy, I'm just going to starve myself. And that's not the right way to go. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of, um, a lot of things that we do. We learn from like our habits and our families, you know, and eating and is a part of the American culture. Like we eat when we happy, we eat when we sad, you know, we don't always think about the sugar content that we have in our foods or, or, um, you know, are we getting the right amount of nutrients and things like that. And, um, you know, like before I became a diabetic, I never really considered about sugar. You know, I would I would eat what I wanted to eat. And even though I would try to tell myself like portion control, portion control. Yeah. But you know what? You really, you know, portion control, you can get out of control really easily. You know what I'm saying? And one donut can become two and two can become more and, you know, whatever. So it's 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 like, you know. Are you really counting your calories for the day? Are you aware of your calories? Do you even think about a dad counting calorie? Like it, it really, you know, all of that really goes into play as well as like your sugar intake, you know, how um, it affects your energy, it affects your moods, it affects your balance. Like, and a lot of times, you know, like me, I don't count alcohol as like calories or things like that, but we probably should. Like, I'd be like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna have fun. I don't give a fuck if it's 3,000, 4,000 calories. I'm gonna have this pina colada, bitch, and I don't care if I die tomorrow, but I'm going to party it up tonight. Okay. But no, but you really gotta, you gotta keep that shit together too. Like, it, it all goes together. Like, you got to be aware, like, hey, if I'm going to drink tonight, then I cannot have a pizza or whatever because I'm going to, to way overdo it. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Like, let me just go ahead and get this salad because I know I'm turning up tonight, <laughs> you know, and making those kind of choices and still like getting back the next day and trying to figure out what you're going to do to burn off what you take in. And if you're going to do anything, because some people, you know, some people are really good with, you know, diet and if and you know making those healthy choices throughout their life and always eating the same things and like you know really cooking their food at home and you know whatever and other people like me 
bitch, I'm reckless. Like, I just be really reckless out here in these streets. Like, I, if I have $2 in my pocket, I am going to McDonald's to get me a bacon double cheeseburger. Like, if I have $4, I'm going to go get a 4 for 4 Like, I be on the go. I work two jobs most of the time when I get home. Like, it's hard enough to exercise. Like, don't ask me to, like, portion control and cook for a whole week of bland-ass chicken with some broccoli and, and some carrots because I see people do it all the time. I don't know how y'all do it. I ain't, I'm not down. I'm not yucking your yum. I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely admiring your discipline. So kudos to you for those who can do it, but that's not my life. Okay. I'm, I'm just talking real. I'm like, yes, I am that one that is going to get those, um, those Chick-fil-A chicken strips and I'm going to live my life and I'm just going to try to figure out how to work this out later tomorrow or work it out on this treadmill or whatever I got to do because I'm real. I'm not going to just give you like, you know, what you should do. I'm going to give you what like what I do. You know what I'm saying? How I stay motivated because it's hard as hell in, in your mid forties to be still, to still just get out and do this thing sometimes because shit, you know, you, you want to, you just want to be like, damn, I just want to be free. I don't want to do this no more. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to stay focused and remember, like, it's your health. It's your wellness. You want to if you want to live around to be 80, you got to make the choices that's going to lead to that. So and continue to enjoy what you're doing. So you got to listen to the doctors a little bit. You got to do you got to do what you're supposed to do a little bit, at least, you know, make some efforts and, and keep going, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, I definitely, I get what you're saying too, because I feel the same way uh, with uh, food. I'm definitely a food eater. I'm an emotional eater. I, I run the food definitely to comfort me. And even when we went to the gym one time, we finished a good workout and I was like, oh, let's go back to the buffet. So I have bad habits as well, you guys. So I'm like, I'm the type of person I'll eat a pizza, but then I'll go a whole week without eating because I'm starving myself, which is not good. You know, so it's like learning those things in moderation. And also what you said with the liquor, touching things in moderation, it doesn't matter. Like even back in the days when we had those commercials, even after every liquor commercial, they would say what? Drink responsibly, you know, because it's still one of those things that you have to take in moderation. So even liquor and even me being a cannabis user and consumer, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you even got to make sure the things that you're indulging in don't become addictions and don't override what you're trying to do. So I definitely feel that as well, making sure that you're on top of everything, but also letting yourself know that you don't have to be on top of everything. Life is not picture perfect down the line, calendar, check off certain things, grab a meal pop, a meal prep box and go. Like everything is, you're going to get fast food some days. There's going to be days where you don't want to cook. There's going to be days where you have to pull yourself out the depression, but just constantly striving for that success. And we're not perfect. We, none of us are perfect and we don't have the perfect situation. So everything kind of ties in. And so just to let yourself know that you are where you should be, and that the only way you're going to see progression is being dedicated and going forward. Because when I was bigger, I was 300 pounds and I I didn't like the gym, mostly because of I knew there were beautiful people in the gym. So it even made me really self-conscious. But then I realized when you're sick, you go to the hospital. So when you're out of shape or overweight, you're in the place you need to be. And so I feel like with these gyms, especially with people with beautiful sculpted bodies, people tend not to think of like where they're trying to go because we do see people with perfect bodies but we don't know how long they put in that work that could be five years worth of work that could be 10 years who knows but as long as you're progressing so yeah don't measure other people's successes go at your pace you know 
Yeah, I, and to that I also say like kudos to all the people who don't have those perfect bodies but still get out here every day and do the work and really work on their fitness and stuff like that because I admire them too. Like I go to the gym and sometimes I'm not really as impressed by the muscle man all the time. Yeah, like sure he's cute to look at or whatever. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. But like but really like who really inspires me sometimes is like the the grandma the overweight grandma or the overweight person that's there that is still you know pulling it out on the motherfucking stairmaster like you know going at it you know what i'm saying and doing the weightlifting and doing all of these exercises and really in there grinding, you know, and I admire that because I'm like, you know, it's easy for Mr. Gym Body to go to the gym. He loves his body. He's he's a, a gym rat. Like he just stays there all the time. He looks good. He likes to take his pictures. Everybody gives him kudos, like whatever. No, the person who is not the picture person for that. That's who I look at is like, wow, they are doing a damn thing. Like, yeah, you, you might, you might, you know, not be what everybody looks at as a fit person, but you out here doing what you got to do for you. And that's what really matters. And that kind of dedication and that kind of focus and stuff like that, that's the stuff that we should be celebrating. We should be celebrating people living their best selves and trying to keep, keep working and staying motivated. That's why like places like Planet Fitness still draw people because they want people to be comfortable with just coming in and being themselves, not like you got to be this image or you got to be this perfection. No, I'm trying to keep my A1C down. Like, it's also a real reason why I'm trying to go to this fucking gym. Like, I, you know, I have really high blood sugar. If I don't go to this motherfucking gym, I am going to be sick all the time. Might lose a damn foot or something like that. No, I'm not trying to do that. I want to keep my feet. You know, I want to keep healthy. And, and so there are a lot of reasons why, you know, people should adopt a fit lifestyle or healthy eating habits or, you know, just just a better life for themselves, you know. So whatever that looks like for you is is your path. It's not anybody else's. It's not for anybody else. It's your choices, your life, your decisions. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I try to stay focus on yeah i know when i go in there there are things and areas of my body that i am not as proud of and i need to like work on those areas so i do that for me you know i do those things for my improvement i don't give a fuck you know i don't I'm, i don't care what people think about things you know i i just do what i've i feel i'm supposed to do but yeah so i definitely feel that and i'm really proud of you because last time when we went to the gym, you uh, you was like, I'm really impressed by her. And I expect to like look over and see this super toned woman. And then when I seen this older woman and you told me like, yeah, I'm super proud. That just goes to show. And just to even give you a shout out for even walking up and telling people that because we don't get enough praises, people. So even just taking that five minutes to stop. And when you see somebody trying to say, you know what? I'm so proud of you because you are breaking those cycles. And even come find out the woman was like 70 years old, no health problems. And that's really rare. And I was so proud that Sonny took the time to even walk up and congratulate because women who aren't like women or men, let me not even just a gender. If you're not looking the same right way, you're not going to get those compliments. So I'm glad that Sonny went out of his way to tell a person in that moment while working out, like, keep going. Got you got this. You got this because it's good to say it on a podcast or even to tell you guys what to do. But even to have that little extra helping hand, because we don't know if that woman was depressed and wanted to give up mid-workout and you kept made her keep going. So it's like 
realize that and also respect your body and thank your body for what it's taking you through i've realized that us as people we get mad at our bodies because they're not picture perfect but it's like this this has been your body for the rest of your life and it's brought you through so much experiences brought you so many places so don't just give up on your body because you feel like it's not society uh beauty society standards because sometimes what look good on the outside is not always good on the inside so always make sure you take care of your mental as well as your outside because those things play a factor because if you're depressed none of that's ever going to matter you know so i definitely understand where you're getting from is give people their flowers while they're alive and tell people you're proud of them in that moment and it was very very shocking to see because i'm like i wish that when i was in the gym and my body wasn't where it used to be that people would give me that hand up you know because it's like we need to hear that you know so that's such a great thing and i'm proud of you as well because even through these past couple of weeks the past week that we've been going i've seen dramatic changes in your body as well so it's one of those things where when you do have a partner that wants to go to the gym you you encourage them but you don't force them and that's even with partners friendships or anything if you got a friend who wants to work out and she keeps saying that and doesn't it doesn't do that just try to motivate them because sometimes nine times out of ten it's real life things that we go through that is messing with us it's not just the fitness aspect so i'm glad that you touched base on that as well yeah that's real um i have a, a, a friend that i had in san diego who unfortunately is no longer with us um and he was such a great guy like personality wise he was very kind very like very um attractive personality wise um he uh he had um you know he was obese and he had some issues that he was struggling with in terms of like fitness goals and things like that and unfortunately he's no longer with us you know but i do think of a time when i had invited him out to go for a walk with us and he was like you know, I just can't do this and things like that. And I was like, you know, you just have to, you know, keep trying, keep going and keep doing your best, you know. Um, and so, you know, um, I know COVID happened, so there was a lot of things that went on. So unfortunately, you know, we don't know what his real intentions were or what he's going to do or whatever. But I just know that um, that, you know, when you don't take care of your health, it can lead to, you know, it can lead to things happening to you yeah. at an earlier time than what they were supposed to be. And so, you know, we are responsible for everything that we do and our choices that we make, you know, and it really does dictate the life we lead. So, um, so, you know, just, you know, Hey, stay focused, stay motivated and do, do your best. You, that's all I can say on that. Um, the second thing I wanted to talk about is my experience today. It's like, I want to talk about people playing in your face, like how people treat you. Like, you know, the experience that I had was something else. Okay. So first of all, let me talk tell y'all, I went to go get a cover up for my tattoo. It, it took years for me to do this. I went to a tattoo artist years ago. I got me some wings. I wanted to get them expanded and I was supposed to go back to the same artist. That artist, I came back like, cause I, it was during a time. Okay. So let me back up even more. It was during a time where my sister had passed. And so I got the wings, like it kind of like as a tribute to her. Um, you know, and I just, it was like a really personal thing at that time. And then it was like, you know what? Life is short. You really got to do things and, you know, make things matter. So I had started my weight loss journey. And um, I had got the tattoo uh, mostly because of, you know, what happened when my sister passed away. So, you know, um, you know, 
God rest her soul, rest in peace, Tish. I just did, I did a lot of that for her. Um, and so I went to go get the wings and I didn't, you know, I didn't get it finished at the time because I had a lot going on. I was, you know, in transition myself with a lot of things and stuff. So by the time I came back to go get them finished, the tattoo artist wasn't there, which mean that I, everybody I went to from then on was like, oh, it's a cover up deal. And they wanted like, 1200 to 1800 to do it it was like really really expensive and I was like "Uh -uh, I can't do this you know and so it took me a while to really like you know get get the funds to even try to do it again or whatever so I was glad to finally like around my birthday this year to try to make the attempt to do it okay so here was my discrepancy okay so I'm gonna run it. I'm gonna run it down for you. I came to the tattoo man. I told him I was like, look, I, you know, I'm a school teacher. I don't really have a lot of funds. I'm sitting here trying to get this tattoo finished. I, it's it's been a goal of mine for years. I really want to get my wings expanded. Blah blah blah. So the guy was like, okay, cool. And I was telling him like, look, can I do it in intervals? Like, can I do it in sessions? Like, I want to really do like two hour sessions because he told me he charged one sixty an hour. So I was like, okay, well, I want to do a two hour session. He was like, oh yeah, that might work. Two hours is, is fine. But then, you know, I like to do it in three hour sessions and blah, 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 whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. But I tried to book a two hour session with him. So they wanted a $300 deposit for a two-hour session. $160 an hour, that's $320 by my math, okay? So I put the $300 deposit down. They said that you could use your deposit for payment for your session. So I'm thinking when I come back, I only have to pay $20, okay? So, of course, you know, my birthday went through. I'm spending. I'm just enjoying myself or whatever. I come back with just just enough money just to get for the tattoo and so the gentleman actually he did a great job i'm not gonna you know he i don't even really know if i want to put out the company or anything like that because i don't know if i want to you know how how much i want to drag them right now but anyway the gentleman was very good the the tattoo was awesome i really loved the work that he did he did amazing, you know, work with the cover up and everything like that and so what he did is he drew the lines and everything was like looking good because at first he said he might only do one wing for the two hours and I was like okay but he actually did both of them and he did the outline and everything was looking good and at that point I was kind of satisfied and I was ready to go um but he was like no I can go ahead and do the shadowing too so he did the shadowing but when he did the shadowing it went up to the three hour limit like so I had to pay an extra 160. I didn't plan to pay that extra 160. I'm not one of the people that just has like credit cards and stuff like that you know I live in, you know I, I pay everything cash you know whatever so um when he said that like it put me in a it put me in a uh, place because I was like, well, wow, I didn't expect to have to pay this extra 160. So now I'm grappling, trying to figure out, you know, how I'm gonna cover the cost. And um, it, it really wasn't the 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 incident itself because I was able to like work out the situation. But in the meantime, this guy was like, oh, he was just like the disrespect. First of all, it went from like zero to like uh, it went to like zero to a hundred. Oh, real quick. Like he was real nice. It was like. I'm going to give you like the five star treatment to like, nigga, I'm about to cut you. It was like, it was like I had did something in the pink for a minute. It was like, listen, like he, he locked the door on me. 
The girl got out a crowbar. I was like, wait a minute, are they going to break toes in this motherfucker because I ain't got the money? Like, listen, I gave y'all 300 of my hard-earned cash it would, before I walked in the door just to schedule you, okay? So it's not like I'm trying to rip you off or anything like that. Like, you booked an extra hour session. I wasn't really ready for it. Like, I will have, you know, let's make some arrangements. Let's do what we got to do. He was like, no, nah, you about to get this money right now. I, I was like, woo, like, nigga, like, don't come at me like that. You the one who actually wanted to stay the extra hour for the session that put me out so now i'm scrambling trying to figure out a solution and i'm like geez like it was just like why are you going to play with me like that don't do that to me don't disrespect me and and you know i happen to be a melanated person this person was non-melanated but let me tell you something he was acting very melanated when he got when that when it came to like that extra 160 he changed on me he was like no no, uh-uh. I know one thing. You about to give me this money now. I know. I was like, wait a minute. And the one thing that I feel like changed the whole situation is because it was just a switch. And I understand he felt like his work wasn't compensated, but you were compensated. And even though I even sat there when we were talking through the whole consultation and he's the one who's like, yeah, man, I don't know about the two. I'll bump them up to three. So that way you have less sessions. Meanwhile, when he did get the first thing done, it did take only like an hour and 45. So I'm like, you took it upon yourself to keep going. And then during the end, just seeing the flip and the switch, like as black men, I feel like I don't know if it's anxiety or anything built up of the things of the news or what we do see in the current events, but it just wasn't a good feeling because you can be upset about not being compensated. That wasn't the problem. It was the detest, the disgust in his face. And then even after when we were trying to work out things because we're truth, we're honest, truth worthy people. And so when Sonny went to the car because he has his phone was in the car and he's like, I'll just charge my phone. I was like, yeah, we'll, he was like, we'll be back. You know, and when we came back, we even got even worse attitude as if we would have drove off and it's like no we're truth worthy people we're going to try to figure this out and that's what we did for the past 20 minutes but then after a while we really came to the conclusion like no bro you literally just got 300 to put us on your calendar because the day that he paid he didn't have to do no work so we didn't see what the issue was was continuing the other session because sonny's tattoo isn't finished it's not like he needed shading or coloring or something that he could get at a different shop he still has to get the details so i was just looking at him like where is this animosity coming from and it was very it made my anxiety skyrocket because I felt like something bad was going to happen to us. And I don't know maybe if that's just my experience as a melanated person or a colored person, but it was just one of those instances where I mean, he straight up was talking about calling the cops on us and all this and that and the other. And it really does not call for, I mean, it, it, it was like, if I'm being reasonable with you and you're like, if I'm telling you, I just need a couple minutes to get some things together or figure something out. You shouldn't be going from zero to like a hundred, like, things happen like you're the one who kept me over for an extra 160 dollars an hour you know what i'm saying okay. so technically my contract with you whether or not you agree to it or not i told you i wanted to do a two-hour session and that's what i booked yeah. so the fact that you went over that that's on you buddy like that's not my discrepancy but even the fact that you did and i allowed you to and that's whatever and that's fine but you're going to give me a few seconds to work this out you're not going to act all unreasonable and like you want to break my leg or something like that yeah. that's not going no. it was very no. like very intimidating it was one of those things where i was like how are you how dare you act like this to someone who is paying you a 900 dollar tattoo because all total is going to be 900 to finish it and sunny at that point was like what 350 in so i just didn't understand the animosity i understand not being compensated for your work but bro you were compensated and then on top of that just pressuring like 
making the hole even deeper because at that point he only owed 120 and then the man added 40 dollars damn patches on top of it and i'm like bro at least what you gave us the first time is doable it's like you keep adding it to where you know it is going to be impossible after this man just paid you a 300 deposit after his birthday and meanwhile sonny's a man with bills mortgage all types of things you know so i'm like you live in the climate to where it's like people they don't get what they want and you will see that switch and for me that was crazy even as a business owner because i was like well this is your business and yeah that was just one of those situations where i was like yeah no sonny like absolutely not to where even as a black man we feel not even inclined to give our feedback because even this during this whole or tattoo ordeal sonny was going back and forth like should i tell them how i feel and it's one of those things to where as a black man it's like can I tell you how I really feel without this being misconstrued, even if I'm not even being violent? So it's one of those things to where it doesn't matter your skin color. If you feel like you have been violated or feel like a person has hurt your feelings, you can leave reviews and tell a person how you feel because it's one of those things to where I definitely feel like I'm going to leave a review because it's one of those things to where a first time tattoo person would not want to experience that, especially with anxiety. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, I think he does amazing work, he does. the artist that did he it. Does. So I'm not saying that it's a problem with his artistry, but his service was not not exceptional, yeah. especially in the delivery of like the payment and stuff like that. It just was out of control. And it was like, you know, for me, now that the situation is resolved, it's kind of like trying to figure out how am I going to handle it moving forward? Because I still got to go back and get my second session yeah. with him to finish it. So I'm like, look, I'm paying everything in advance. Yeah. You're not going to have anything. We're not going to play in my face. I'm going to keep my timer myself. Yeah. So when this three hours is up, honey, if whatever ain't done, you're going to have to let me know, you know, in advance or whatever. We'll discuss that. But we're not going over that time. And we're going to, you know, keep it, keep it, you know, black and white because, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to be mistreated or played with or whatever. And if you agree to something and I agree to something, that's the deal as I know it. So if it goes over that, then, you know, I have to, you know, you have to build me, you have to figure out what we're going to do or whatever, but that's not, you're not going to act like you, you, you know, gave him life yeah yeah kind of you're not gonna act like you're taking a finger for yeah. my services no and then locking us in yeah i was like locking us in and talking about calling the police and then she's grabbing a crowbar and stuff and it's like really like yeah. oh my god that is so uncomfortable like you're not gonna do that to me you're not gonna play with me like that that is not necessary you know yeah. especially if not, it's not like i'm trying to break out or you didn't get any money for the services you're talking about somebody that already paid you for three quarters of your services yeah. and you're you're sitting here like acting crazy and so while we left we left left out the shop to go charge the car to charge the phone and we came back and got that attitude to where my friend sonny was like you know what maybe it would have been better if we left but not being fuck, not trying to be a person that fucks people over we were like no we're gonna stay and try to fix this because we were out the tattoo shop and then we came back and then she locked us in and then that's when i told her i said there's no need to act like that i said we came back on our own it's not like you have our car keys or anything like we was in the car was turned on ready to go charging the phone we were trying to switch funds over to the car so i was just like no no not for that and especially i feel like with black people with our anxiety i felt like our anxiety was higher because we felt like we wouldn't have got any justice you know i feel like if it was any other race or something like that and that happened to you they're gonna do an investigation but i feel like in our instance it's like okay well they were probably violent something got escalated and they had to protect themselves that's how it always ends so it just was not a good feeling it was not
So I don't know. I just I just feel like, you know, there are extra considerations that we have to think of sometimes, yeah. especially as black men, because you get that angry stigma. black man, angry black man stigma put on you sometimes. So you got to watch how you approach things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, that's why I have to like think about what I'm going to say to people and how I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I want to have the impact that I need and do it the right way, you yeah. know? So it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to resolve this issue and then I'm going to read you. You see, and that's, that's how good, I'm going to do. Me, I like to get violent. So I'm glad that I have a friend like Sonny because he <laughs> was like, honey, he's like, he's like, you Don't can't do that violence. in Maryland, honey. He's like, we, we play different out here. And so where I'm from, I'm from a big city to where it's like violence. We, we fight all the time out there. So even coming out here in a different new climate, learning to change my, my approach to certain things because yeah, yeah, I'm the type to not talk. So I'm glad that I do have somebody <laughs> to tell me like, you know what? No child, we can't do that. You want to be on the news. So I'm glad that you keep telling me like as a black man, you could get your point across without throwing hands. Cause honey, I like to lay hands like a pastor. Yeah. So I'm trying. Listen, there's, I'm there's trying. more than one method to throw hands. The, yeah. the throw hands method is always a proven task, but. <laughs> But there are other ways to get the situation resolved too. So I try to, you know, as an older guy, I try not to go to the hands. I'm done with that stage of my life. I don't like to fight. I'm not a fighter. You said I'm laying hands for Jesus. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you for real. And I'll read you. Read you off and let you know where I, what exactly X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm not going, I'm not going to get physical with anybody because I care too much about myself and respect myself too much at this point. Mm-hmm. So. He said, I'm too cute for jail, baby. Too I mean, cute. Keep it up, too man. cute. Too cute. Too much upkeep going on. Listen, listen. <laughs> I feel you with that. But yeah, I'm definitely glad we touched topic on this because this was something that was really needed to be talked about. And I'm like, I can't wait for to see this uh, new update with this new tattoo and just to see if his attitude changes once he gets the money. And I mean, he was always going to get the money to where I don't, you know, it's one of those situations where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to see the outcome. Cause I'm like, if you get the money, you treat us better than it was all about money, which is not a good feeling either. Yeah. True. Well, we'll keep you updated. I'll show you pics of my tattoo. You can tell me whether or not it's a yay or nay for you. Um, thank you so much for commenting, liking, subscribing if you want to. Like, you're more than welcome to join the conversation, make your own inputs, add to us. You know, we, we welcome guest hosts. So if you want to come and talk on our podcast, you always can. Um, this is, this is our first go run. And so, hey, if it wasn't perfect, it was real. That's all we can tell you, honey. So, you know, uh, my language is what it is. I say what I say. We cuss like sellers if we need to. But you're not here to, to get a CNN broadcast. You are here to, to get real tea with this hot butter biscuits, baby. So, um, just know we're uncensored. We're real and we appreciate you for listening. Thank you guys and, Have a good day. Yes, thank you guys so much.